Hello everyone, it is Amina Lee, the host of the Lifestyle of Amelie podcast, and in today's podcast episode, I'm going to give you guys exclusive details that Netflix did not tell you about this whole Chris Watts case, and how he murdered his wife and his two kids. So, let's get into it, and before we even start, don't forget to subscribe and follow me on all my social medias, including Instagram, at Amina Lee. So, if you guys don't know, this whole entire case took over the nation in 2018, because people were pretty sad to find out that... A lady that was pregnant with her son went missing all of a sudden with her two beautiful daughters, Cece and Boa. So I'm going to give you guys the beginnings of Chris Watts and Shanann's story and then proceed into the mistress and what she was looking up and then pretty much ended about this beautiful family's last moments excluding Chris because he's a freaking narcissist. All right. So if you guys don't know, Shanann was actually divorced she was divorced when she met chris she had lupus and the doctors actually told her that she cannot have any kids which is super sad because you're thinking like hey i can't have any kids you know like i want to be a mother and stuff like that but when she met chris they did it for two years they married they actually met in north carolina they moved to colorado together and their first daughter was named bella so of course she's happy she has a beautiful daughter she beat doctor standards she has a beautiful family so far so the thing that's super weird about this case i want to add guys is that people perceived chris as the picture perfect husband you know he was always there for his wife he was always there for his kids blah 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 so after Bella was born, then it was Cece. So Cece is the second daughter of Chris and Shanann's. And then after Shanann got pregnant with a little boy, and when she was murdered, she was still pregnant, and his name was supposed to be Nico. So rest in peace to beautiful Nico as well. So Shanann had a pretty cool job. She did multi-level marketing, so she had to sell products, and then people bought them for her. Um, she actually won a lot of gifts and a lot of cool prizes. She actually won a free car, which is a Lexus. I think everybody wants a free car, especially now. And Chris' job was more like hands-on. I'm not really sure what his job was. It involves something with oil because that's where he buried his daughters at. I'll get to more of that at the end. But anyways, so Nicole is, you know chris's mistress so i want to keep everything professional i want to keep this you know going pretty fast so nicole and chris worked together and it's alleged that nicole actually liked chris while he was still married of course so she liked him while he was married before they started going on with their relationship and everything so while you know their relationship started you know to progress nicole and chris's Chris started to become more awkward with Shanann. He would try to, you know, avoid as much affection from Shanann, which was really bad on her because you guys have to understand that she was pregnant. Um, he started to show signs that he didn't even want the baby. He literally told her, like, you know, I only want, like, Bella and Cece. Like, I don't really want, you know, this child, which really sucks. Like, you're pregnant. You're taking off from work. You're a stay off you're a stay-at-home mom and it's like you're really dealing with so much you have two young kids that are not even freaking five yet and it's really sucks like how you have to deal with that so this is the thing i also want to add so shanann actually went on facebook live and while she was live she revealed to her social media network that she was pregnant 
and she surprised Chris. It was her, Bella, and Cece, and she had the pregnancy test. So people perceive Chris to be an introvert. He was pretty shy. So when Shanann did her videos on Facebook and social media, very outgoing, very confident. She seemed like a fantastic lady to be around because that's her job. She has to be confident. She has to network. She has to talk to people. So Chris would do some of the videos. He was an introvert. He was pretty shy. So when, you know, Shanann revealed that she was pregnant with a boy, you know, he was like pretty like awkward about it it was just like he wasn't like it was like no like happiness well i don't really want to say like too much of it because like of course he's an introvert people deal with different ways but like it was still pretty weird especially guys make sure you stay tuned because there's different things that he sent to his wife before she passed away so while chris was in a relationship with nicole the bad nicole because shenan has a good friend and her name was nicole as well so we're going to distinguish them so chris was actually googling this is things that netflix did not tell you he searched up how to say i love you in a new relationship so pretty much how to say i love you with his mistress nicole and nicole was googling wedding dresses she was googling chris watts facebook page she was googling him on google and she was googling shenan on google as well so this is this is what really pissed me off because while i was watching a documentary on netflix i'm not slamming it i feel like the documentary netflix is amazing the thing that i don't like is when they show the interview with chris watts mistress nicole her name is um last name is kessinger while the police were interviewing her she said that you know her she didn't even know that her and chris were still together she said that chris told her that they were separated they were no feelings involved at all so i don't really want to point fingers but i feel like she has something to do with this case and she was definitely she definitely has something to do with this and i feel like she should have you know faced some time for tamarin with evidence but anyways let's get into it don't really want to say too much in my opinion so chris you know she keeps going off the relationship. Nicole is Googling how to marry your mistress. Put that on everything. So I guess when there's like murder cases and murder trials going on, they release like a 2,000 page of the whole entire case. So in this 2,000 page document, it was like 200 to 2,000. Don't kill me if I'm wrong. In this specific document, it shows you text messages that Chris was sending to Shanann, text messages that Shanann was sending to her friends, things that Nicole, the bad Nicole, was looking up. And how do you Google how to marry your mistress? So this is this is what really gets me mad, like I said before, because she said in the police interview that she did not know that Shanann and Chris were still together. But how are you Googling how to marry your mistress? That means that you know that Shanann and Chris are still in a relationship. They have two kids, and she's pregnant, obviously, with a kid, and his name is Nico, like, you know what's going on, and that's really what gave me pissed, because at first, I was like, you know, she's innocent, she's obviously, like, has nothing to do with the case, but then when I find out that she's googling these things, and Netflix does not tell you this, and you're, like, looking at the girlfriend, like, hold up, why is she not arrested, she probably got a plea deal, she probably, you know, said some stuff, she got off, but I don't really think the police was, like, really interested in her, I feel like they should do more investigation on her part. So excuse the noises, I wrote a lot of notes in my notebook. But anyways, so Chris sends a picture of a girl underneath a blanket. 
make sure you guys are paying attention to this. So people are saying that it was allegedly a picture of Bella and Cece, but in my opinion, it looks like a picture of like a doll underneath like two pillows. So there's like a pillow underneath the head and there's a pillow underneath the feet and there's a sheet over the head. So envision that. It's like, say like a little girl, she's sleeping, but you put the sheet over her head. So it looks like she's dead pretty much, to be honest with you. So, you know, Shanann gets this message and she's like, I don't really, you know, her, she's like, I don't really like this picture. Like, why would you like this picture of a little girl? Um, like I said, people thought it was a daughter's. I think it's a doll because it looks kind of like unhuman like. So I feel like that was like a sign, you know, like I'm thinking of murdering my own daughters. Like what father thinks of murdering his own daughter? That, that, especially two daughters. But anyways, so Nicole is Googling still a lot of stuff. She's Googling, you know, intimate intercourse with Chris, how to do specifics, positions, and all that stuff. I have kids that listen to this podcast, and I'm still looking at myself, so I'm not going to say too much. But I did take sex ed. But anyways, um, like I said, Shanann has a friend. Her name is Nicole as well. The good Nicole. We love Nicole. Nicole is pretty much the reason why this case is as big as it is today. And without her help, I don't think Chris would have ever went to jail. Anyways, so while Chris is, you know, having fun with the bad Nicole, Shanann and the kids, um, Bella and Cece, take a six-week vacation to visit her family. It's six weeks, um, and Nicole goes with her. The good Nicole. We love Nicole. So after the six weeks, um, you know, she drops Shanann off at the house around 2 a.m. The flight got delayed. Of course, she's pregnant, you know, like, you already want to get home. You already have to deal with so much, nausea and all that stuff. And that's pretty much the last time that the good Nicole saw her friend, Shanann. And I want to talk about what's happening during these six weeks. So during the six weeks, um, Chris is like, you know, we're going to have fun with the bad Nicole, Nicole Kessinger. Like, you know, we're just going to have fun, sleep around together. My wife won't even know I have as much fun I can do so they're going to bars together um so one time he went to a bar and it was like the charge was like around like 60 dollars something like that and it was on their joint bank account when you're married most couples have a joint bank account and he used a credit card that was for the joint bank account I feel like Shanann won't see the statement so it's for 60 dollars so Shanann looks up the restaurant she's like she looks at the menu. She's like, okay, you know, like $30, the max is cool because she looks at the price for like the food and all that stuff. But when she sees the $60, she's like, hold up. So she's already having her suspicions. She said before that Chris was avoiding having like, you know, intimate intercourse, the reason why Bella and Cece were there. Um, she was like avoiding all that stuff. Like he was really becoming like really distant from her, which really sucks. You're pregnant. And during six weeks, like Chris would like barely text her like that like you know he wouldn't be like how's the baby like you would expect you know when you're pregnant and your husband to check on you like every freaking hour or at least like hey like you know how's the baby like you know are you guys good do you need food do you need cash do you need all this stuff like a good husband is supposed to do so while Shanae gets home the last time that nicole sees her he loads things in his car. So Chris has two different cars. He has a work truck and he has a regular truck. So this is a truck, the work truck, that um, his job, of course, provides him. Okay, I have to do a little ad break in. Um, but anyways, like I was saying with his two different trucks. So no one really knows what happened when Shanann 
went into the house he really didn't say too many specific details but what we do know is that chris made three trips after shenan got home so in my opinion i think it's when you know he killed shenan wrapped her around with some sheets put her in the car put the kids in the car and then of course went around and drove to the site of his work where he pretty much buried his whole entire family so he made three trips that's it so after you know shenan's dead and all that stuff this is around like 2 a.m and stuff like that the same morning around eight o'clock a.m he calls cc and bella school he says that he's pulling them out not saying that they're sick or nothing he's saying that they're pulling he's pulling them out and they're not going to that school again very suspect like why would you call the school and be like you know they're not going to school no more like you're obviously making a plan to be like let me run away to mexico with my little mistress nicole like at least be like oh the kids are sick or something you know cover up your tracks not saying that's good but you know what i mean like this dude is freaking weird he's so evil but anyways he calls the school all that stuff so shanann had an appointment when she returned like i said she returned around 1 to 2 a.m she had an appointment for that same morning around like 8 to 10 a.m for the baby to you know of course you know the cool checkup when you're pregnant i don't know what that's called because i'm not thinking about that yet Anyway, so her friend Nicole calls her because Nicole knew, good Nicole knew that Shanann wasn't feeling good. You know, she just got off the flight. She's pregnant. And of course, she wants to check up on her friend like Chris should have been doing as a good husband. Anyway, so Nicole calls for a welfare check. A welfare check is actually very important because if you know someone, you can just call the police and be like, hey, can I get a welfare check to this house? So if you feel that somebody is like not safe, if you feel that like they like disappeared, they haven't been around for a while, always do a welfare check with someone. It's free, all that stuff. Very important, guys. Not wellness, welfare check. So the police come to the home, and of course, they, not, they cannot come into the home without Chris's permission, which really sucks. So Chris has a garage, and it requires a passcode, and then Chris tells the police that the passcode isn't working, but he lets the police go into the house. So... The police go into the house and Shanann's belongings are there, which is pretty weird because Nicole says that she'll never leave without her phone, her wallet. Shanann had OCD. She wanted the house to be super clean. And in the Netflix documentary, you know, they actually, the police are going to the house. They're like, wow, like this house is like very like spotless. And Nicole's like, yeah, like, you know, she wanted everything to be nice and clean. So what they do notice that is missing is that the sheets from the bedroom, the master bedroom and the sheets from Bella and Cece's room please keep this in mind this is very important for the end so those sheets are missing but people don't of course they don't really think much about it because you could have just been washing clothes blah 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 so chris does an interview an interview which he should not have done you know why would you do an interview right after your family is like missing and stuff you should be worried about talking to the boys more okay sorry i'm coughing (laughs) <laughs> but anyway so he does an interview shanann's mother actually does not want him to do this interview because she's like she thought that chris was of course you know innocent like you know like this is like my son-in-law we welcome him in the family blah 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 he does the interview guys and he's so suspect he's not crying He's not, you know, he's, like, laughing in the interview. Like, he's snickering and all that stuff. And I definitely do want to say this because I know people deal with emotions a lot of different ways. When I'm sad, I don't start crying. I tend to hide my emotions. But at the same time, I'm not going to go snickering to be like, oh, yeah, um, 
yeah, they're missing, you know, like stuff like that. Literally, he was just like, yeah. And I was just like, um, okay. So he does this interview. People are looking at him sideways anyway. Of course, when you do an interview, America's going to be like, oh, they're guilty, stuff like that. So while this interview is over, Chris is trying to delete text messages and pictures with Nicole off of his phone. Nobody tells you this, including Netflix. So he's trying to delete pictures, all this stuff. That's tampering with evidence, guys. You guys don't know that. <laughs> I watch Law and SVU a lot in Investigation Discovery. So Chris had a phone call with Nicole for a total of 51 minutes right after this interview while this whole thing is going on it's only like less than like two to three days after they're missing he has a pretty long phone call with nicole nobody really knows what they said but obviously like i think she had some type of role in this case and she definitely knew what was up so nicole is googling a lot of more things and one thing that she is googling is this i have to flip my notebook so don't kill me because i wrote a lot of different stuff okay the thing that she googles is amber fry so if you guys don't know who amber fry is um fray fry whatever amber was the mistress that belonged to scott peterson and scott peterson murdered his wife and after he murdered his wife the mistress got a book jail she got all this different type of stuff we had a lot of freaking money off of a dead woman, so we're rest in peace to her. So she gets a book deal. She's Googling her net worth. She's Googling how much she makes. She's Googling all of this stuff. Yes. I, I'm not kidding, guys. She's Googling this net worth of a mistress after a guy kills his wife. So it's like she knew, like, you know, you know, maybe if he goes to jail, I'll still make my money because people won't look at me, you know, like, oh, my God, but whatever. I, I hate her, too. And I know hate is a strong word, but still, I hate her. So there is a GPS in Chris's car. So one of the guys that he worked with, his co-worker, gives it up to the police. I think he was like his Chris's supervisor or whatever. So he gives it to the police or the FBI. Because I know the FBI was like on hand with this case as well. So he gives it. And while they track the GPS on Chris's work truck, they see this site, the last place that he was at around that morning. And it was around his work site. And... People noticed, the police noticed, that there were sheets at the site. And they noticed that there was, like, fresh movement in the pavement. So that means that somebody was buried there. So they're already looking at him inside, like, hold up. You know, you got bed sheets right there. That was the last place you were at. This whole story isn't adding up. Blah, blah, blah. So Chris first lies and says that Shanann was abusing the children he said that shanann tried to strangle the children wrap her neck around them and um, wrap her hands around their neck and all that stuff which doesn't make sense because you know people knew that shanann was a loving mother it was just like she will never lay her hands on the children she never has she never will so right after he lies chris's father actually steps into the investigation room and you know he talks to chris he's like you know like what happened and chris tells his father the same thing and people were still aren't believing Chris. They're like, oh my God, like, what's happening? So Chris finally gives up and he tells them what happens. And this is like the most saddest thing in this entire case because this case really broke my heart. This is the really like the only case I actually cried at besides the Gabriel Fernandez story because the fact that he killed his children, and yes, I know his wife as well, but why couldn't you just get a divorce? It's just like. That's the easiest thing. It's like, just get a divorce. I would rather you guys have a 
gruesome legal custody battle. Throw threats at each other instead of killing your family. Like, are you serious? So, um, I just want to add this in too. Shanann was saying, you know, like he was acting really weird before and all of this stuff. Like, I feel like Shanann knew like what was coming. Not like her murder, but I felt like she knew that something bad was gonna happen from Chris. It, I, I, it doesn't make sense, but yeah. So, the night, not the night, the morning that they killed, they were killed. So. You know, he strangled Shanann. That was her actual form of death that was um, classified by the forensic office. Forensics office! Whatever. So, Cece and Bella were actually smothered. They weren't strangled. I'm not really sure what smothered means. Um, I think they were just smothered by, like, the bed sheets and they didn't have as much air. Remember, they don't have that much air capacity like adults and stuff. So, I feel really bad for Bella. So, Bella is the oldest daughter of Shanann. I'm not going to say Chris because he does not deserve the father title. So, Bella saw her mother get put into the car. She saw her sister get freaking killed by her father. And then she got killed next. So, you know, Shanann, she's wrapped in, like, these bed sheets. And he puts um, Shanann's body in the back of the car. So while they get to the site, Chris buries um Shanann and he puts her, he graves, not graves, oh my god, he buries a grave site for her and he she's in there, blah, blah, blah. After, he's so evil, guys, after he goes to Cece, he grabs some bed sheets, he smothers her head over it. So Bella is asking, she's a very smart girl, guys, she's like, oh my god, like, what's happening to mommy, and then while he's killing Cece, she's like, oh my god, like, what's happening, like, she's not scared or nothing, because she sees her father as a hero, which, oh my god, this is so freaking sad, she sees her father as a hero, she's not suspecting anything, she's like, oh my god, my daddy, best guy in the world, he'll never hurt my mommy, right, so after this, he kills Bella next, and the last words that she said to her father said stop daddy like stop like what like pretty much like what you're literally seeing your father kill you you're just like oh my god stop like you're a little girl you're like oh my god like why is daddy hurting me but thank god they're in a better place right now so cc and bella were actually found in an oil tank so this oil tank was around like eight inches so while the police actually found their body there was actually hair stuck on the tank so i guess while he put their bodies in um, their hair just got, like, whacked from the root or whatever. Because according to Chris, um, I think it was Cece or Bella's body that was, like, too big. And he had to, like, literally smush them. Oh, my God. He had to, like, push them in the oil tank because they could not fit in there, both of their bodies. I was, like, I, I'm just so, I'm, I know, I'll, I repeat things a lot. But how do you not just get a divorce? Just get a divorce. And I'm telling you, I know you guys are probably like, Amina, like, the girlfriend had nothing to do with this. But she had to. She literally had to. Like, come on. You're telling me that even Nicole wasn't telling her, like, oh my god, telling him, like, oh my god, like, let's just get rid of her. We can have our own life. Literally, the kids, you couldn't leave the kids out of it at least. And I'm not saying murder is, I'm just saying, like, come on. You had to murder your pregnant wife. And it's so sad because he didn't even want his own son. And he was becoming so... I was. I just feel so bad for Shania because she was such a great woman. And then she was texting her friend and she was like, you know, I can't afford to live by myself. 
and Colorado, like, it's expensive. Like, you know, like, I have three kids. I'm a single. I'm going to be a single mother. I don't want to raise these kids by myself. And it's like, this poor woman, she has such a beautiful heart. And it's like, she really did not deserve this. So, you know, Chris is currently um, serving five life sentences. His family, not his family, Shanann's family didn't want him to get a death penalty because they feel like that would be too easy for him and he actually needed to live sorry about that guys so like i was saying chris is currently serving five life sentences he actually got moved to another jail facility because while he was in the first one he was in he was getting a lot of death threats from other inmates and he wasn't getting fed by you know the correction officers and stuff like i know i know this is really bad for me to say i would never wish death on anybody never but the, he deserved to get that. I'm I'm sorry. Some threats and some food to be taken away from you for a couple hours. You'll be fine, dude. You're alive and your kids are and your wife is not. I'm sorry. Like I said, but, you know, he's currently serving that. And, you know, he did react to the Netflix documentary. He did. He said that, you know, this topic is very sensitive for him. I'm like, how is this sensitive? You killed your family without, like, any remorse if you guys know fun fact of the day with the lifestyle mainly podcast when you when you strangle someone it takes five to eight minutes five to eight minutes three the least so let's say like three to eight minutes and you know you're looking somebody in the eye like while you're strangling someone like you have to look them in the eye and you're putting so much force and that takes time just imagine like three minutes your hands around somebody's neck and looking at them you know what you're doing dude and you have to kill your daughters and your son. Like, you know how many fathers would wish to have kids, especially a son, like, a many them? Like, come on, dude. You could have just got a divorce, but I don't respect this dude. I don't respect his mistress, Nicole. I don't know if she came up with a book deal. That's probably what she wanted. But I'll definitely do a quick follow-up podcast if she did do one. But from what I saw, she didn't. But honestly, I feel so bad for Shanann and her two kids because she never expected this. She really loved her husband. And, you know, she really sensed that her husband was distancing from her and stuff like that. But, you know, thank you guys so much for listening to Lifestyle Mealy Podcast. Thank you for listening to me rant and all of that stuff. And don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and all podcast streaming platforms. Love you guys. And make sure you guys catch up on the previous today's news celeb news and entertainment news on my previous podcast episodes and share this podcast episode with a friend or something that you know that loves crime and more more crime podcasts are coming guys Uh, this is my second one so sorry if i'm like kind of all over the place i'm still doing my research i do my research for this case like my other podcast episodes thank you guys so much and love you